0: Good. Afternoon, everyone. Welcome to CFRC 101.9 FM in Kingston, Ontario, here at Queen's University. I am speaking with Professor Kip Pegley, the Queen's National Scholar in the Dan School of Drama and Music, and expert on popular music, visual culture, and critical theory, who is here today to chat a little bit about Christmas music and its impact over the holiday season. Welcome to Campus Beat, Dr. Pegley.
2: Thank you so much for having
0: me. It's a real pleasure, Kip. As we get started, tell us about your research and maybe some of the teaching that you do in the dance school.
2: sure uh, one of my largest courses is uh, popular music it's uh, it's a survey of western pop music from the beginning of the 20th century and into the 21st century and I love this course. It usually has about four hundred people in it and and what's amazing about it for me is that you have it's a few music students, but mostly non music students. I get people in from nursing, from engineering, from all different faculties who have so much experience and knowledge of their own. So we're really able to tap into that. I love it. I also teach a course, uh, a seminar course on uh, gender and popular music to take a look at how music shapes. How We Gender Ourselves. Oh, interesting. Yeah, it's a a privilege to be able to teach that. And you
0: are cross-appointed in a couple of other departments, too, including gender studies and cultural
2: studies? That's right. That's right. So courses like that, it, it... people across campus can take them. It's a fourth year seminar. Um, so, you know, I usually, if you're a non-music major, I usually talk with you and find out if you have, you know, what, what I feel like the, enough of a background to be able to do well in the course. Um, so that one's also cross-listed uh, cross over into gender studies. And then I teach a course on music and mass media. And this one is a little bit more into the film and media area as well, where I'm also cross-appointed, so that we do take a look at how music affects us, from watching films to listening to radio, to working out at the gym, to shopping in the grocery store, how music is all around us now that's used to shape our everyday experience.
0: Okay, and with the uh, holidays now upon us, or we're now in the thick of them, um, mm. tell us a little bit about Christmas music, and uh, it's apparent ubiquity, uh, as early as November 1st, and sometimes in some cases earlier. Um, But how is Christmas music uh, deployed? Where and why, in your opinion?
2: I love the verb deployed. It's just, it's so accurate with what happens. Because the thing about music is that um, music within consumer settings is meant to be heard, but not listened to. Mm. Even music within films, or in various media, they want you to um, take it in and for it to affect you, but for you not necessarily to be as aware of it. That's how it gains its most power. I remember years ago reading um, uh, an article where the author described music as the the ultimate hidden persuader. I think that's really true, that it tells us things. You know, think about a movie. Yeah, uh, you're watching a movie. The music tells you when you should be feeling scared, how you should feel about a certain scene. Um, it's it's affecting us, and we're not even aware of it.
0: Indeed. Um, so, like score, like film score, for example, like I don't know, famously exactly. Jaws. Oh no, doo doo do, doo doo. There's some scary exactly thing about to happen, or
2: or Psycho, right? Yeah, E-E-E strings or. I remember a little one in my life, she was six years old at the time, and she came around the corner, I was watching something on TV, and she said, oh, something bad's going to happen, right? Because there was this low drone of of uh, strings underneath, and even at six, she knew that something bad was about to happen, and she was kind of giving me a warning. So, you know, these are things that, that affect us all the time, and I think the soundtrack idea relates and pertains to our entire lives now. Okay. So that wherever we go, if you're in a mall, if you're walking down the street, you know, we... How many people now wear, you know, earbuds or headphones?
3: Everybody. Whenever they
2: go. Everybody. Yeah. Everybody does. And there are lots of theories around that, too, that is especially as we move you know, from our private spaces into public spaces, that we take music with us in part because it soothes us It makes us feel like we're taking a part of home with us when we go out. But when you're in a mall or something, if you're not listening to that, you're, at this time of year, probably hearing Christmas music – and what I invite people to do is to think about that as a soundtrack as well, that it is shaping us, it's shaping where we move, it's shaping how we feel about something. Mm-hmm. So, you know, as you walk into a mall now, um, or into, you know, let's start with a mall. I'm going to try that again. Let's say you're walking into a mall now. You hear kind of general music in the mall area, but then you have individual stores that play music just loud enough to be able to grab your attention as you're walking past. Mm-hmm. They they use all sorts of techniques, right? You know, whether it be sound, scent, uh, lights, um, all sorts of things. So it's, it's meant to draw us in. And then even within there, it's called sonic architecture, and sound and music is meant to draw us to particular areas, to particular displays. All of these things are really carefully calculated, especially at Christmas where, you know, some... Uh, uh, stores are making the bulk of their year, uh, their year's money, right? They're making mm-hmm. a lot of their salary for the year at this time of year, so it's really important. So yes, they've been backing them up. Uh, these these Christmas soundtracks into November, which can work for and work against, because. Um, we have what's called the mere the exposure experience. And what that means is that if you're listening to a song, let's say you hear a song on the radio or on a streaming service, and you hear it and you go, oh, I like that. You listen to it a few more times. Your, your liking grows until you get to a certain point, at which point, if, you, if there's overexposure, you uh, either grow annoyed or you grow bored with it. Um, and that, of course, is also what's happening with Christmas music. By starting it early in November, they're having more people. When they do pay attention to it, it's, it can be even more annoying. It's also annoying because it it, incre- it can increase stress levels. Really? Um, yeah, absolutely, because it is a constant reminder that, A, other people are probably having perfect Christmases out there. It's like Facebook, right? Everybody else out there is having a great life, but I'm not necessarily. I haven't even got my Christmas shopping done. So the music can be a reminder, again, not even consciously, of the fact that, you're behind or you've still got shopping to do and there is a pressure there's a very low grade pressure that can come with the music if you are already feeling some stress.
0: Hmm. So there's very I'm what I'm hearing from this then is where where one would or the way I've always perceived Christmas music uh, something to perhaps try to lift people's spirits and get people into the holiday spirit to I don't know. Feel the joy and feel the love and the spirit of giving, but I guess when we're talking about malls it's the spirit of buying so you can give to other people, right? Exactly. But then but then yeah, I I hadn't thought about it in ways that music not only can lift one's spirits but can also stress you out. Um I'm wondering like so is this a a psychological or even a physiological response and yeah, how does that work?
2: Ab- absolutely. It's it's both. Um you know, we're now recognizing more about music and how it can affect people physiologically. Um, some of my other work, I do work with uh, Canadian veterans who are back from uh, from their deployments mm-hmm. uh, to understand how music affected them to reduce stress, to increase their uh, drive, to increase their stress levels, when, especially when they are in combat. And as we learn more about music and its effects, we're finding that it has in some cases, more effect than even uh, uh, low doses of, of benzodiazepines, for instance, to reduce stress before uh, surgery. Hmm. Right? That, but it all depends upon the associations we have with it. Studies, medical studies have shown that music can lower stress and anxiety operatively Mm -hmm. if it is music that the patient chooses himself. If it's someone else who chooses it, it often doesn't have that effect. But it can have these tremendous effects. So here it is then. You're in a mall, you're in a store, you hear Christmas music. If you do have a positive association with Christmas from your childhood and beyond, quite often that can be uplifting, right? And that can be relaxing. They can, um, you know, cheer you up. If, however, you either have bad associations with Christmas, which many people do. Mm
0: -hmm. Or don't don't even necessarily celebrate Christmas at all.
2: Absolutely, that's exactly it. Don't celebrate Christmas. Or for people, for non-Christians who don't observe Christmas in that particular holiday season, um, you know, it might mean nothing to them. Or it might be this music that keeps coming at them all the time. (laughs) Right? So... So if there's a positive association, yes, it can. But let's say if there's a positive association, but you're still too late, you know, and you feel like everyone else has already got their shopping done, or you don't know what to buy somebody, and let's admit it. Or you don't
0: have a lot of money to buy things.
2: Absolutely you know, and the pressure to buy the perfect gift, and you can't afford the perfect gift, that music in the background can increase your stress level. And in fact, in 2006, the American Psychological Association did a a study with Americans that found that 61% of the people they surveyed experienced stress during the holiday season. This is not news to any of us. Mm -hmm. But what was interesting is that studies have shown that uh, up to 25% of Americans feel that they experience stress directly from the Christmas music itself. So when they are paying attention to it, that they are feeling like it's hurrying them along or it's encouraging by to buy certain things. I want to talk about that for a second.
0: Okay, please do. It's,
2: it's also the type of music that we end up listening to. So studies have also shown, I love the way I just throw out studies have shown, but I you know, I could go on and tell you the names of them, but um, take my word. Studies have shown in liquor stores that... If classical music, quote unquote, is played while people are shopping, they tend to shop for more expensive bottles of wine, and oh, more expensive alcohol,
0: because they feel they, like they should be hanging out in the vintages, listening exactly. to. It. Oh. They're
2: feeling more. They're feeling, or they're feeling differently about themselves because I can afford this and I deserve this, and this is the, you know, the echelon of people I now hang out with. That same kind of music sometimes is used in lingerie stores to make people feel that, now they're not buying something quote-unquote trashy, they're buying lingerie, and it's actually something that's rather exquisite. So, you know, the type of music, also the tempo of music, so that if you are in a restaurant where uh, the largest profit margin comes from alcohol consumption, quite often the music is slower to slow you down while you eat Mm. so that you're also able to consume and buy more alcohol. If you're in a a restaurant like McDonald's or Burger King or a fast food place, you might notice that if you do notice the music at all, it tends to be faster. And the reason for that is you've already bought what you're going to buy, so this allows you to move through more quickly so someone else can come and sit where you're sitting. Right. So the tempo of music, the style of music. So if you want somebody to come and linger in a store with Christmas music, it might be more advantageous to be able to play you know, even slower Christmas music that will allow people to kind of slow down, maybe de-stress a little bit and feel like they've got a little bit more time as opposed to music that's more frenetic that moves them through too quickly.
0: Indeed. All right. So I have to ask, what's your favorite Christmas carol?
2: Oh, don't. You know, I I tend to be kind of old school with these. I I, um, love... uh, I'm one of those people that really does enjoy Christmas Um, just as I'm as much I do as I do, you know, Hanukkah. And because what's amazing about Kingston is that we have such a We do have a range of folks, especially, you know, on campus, so that we can observe different kinds of holiday traditions. And what I love about those at this time of year is about getting together and sharing and eating and and all of those things. Indeed. Um, Yeah. So, um, but I do have these kinds of positive associations with it. Uh, So when I, but when I talk about Christmas music, much of what we hear when I go out, I'm really not a lot fond of, but one that I I have always loved, which is, it might sound a little bit corny to people, but it's, it's the Carpenter's Merry Christmas, Darling. I remember the first time hearing that when I was a kid. I used to love, and I still do, I love Karen Carpenter's voice. Okay, and uh, that's one that when I hear, I feel like I'm sitting in front of a fire, and so um, yeah, I've always enjoyed that
0: one. Well, they will be sure to play that uh, right after this segment, then. Too. <laughs>
2: wonderful.
0: <laughs> and then, and then people can also think about what would I do if I heard the song in a mall. <laughs> exactly.
2: <laughs> that would. And also, what would I hear if I heard it repeatedly in a mall? Once is wonderful. Ten times is
0: not. Oh my gosh! Could you? Mm-hmm. But imagine too. I wonder, and maybe you have some insights on this. How about the people who work Mm -hmm. in the mall and being inundated all the time with the same music playing in a loop over and over and over again?
2: And this is when music is really deployed. Um, what, What I have found most upsetting about that topic is that within many stores, of course, the employees don't have the option to play any other music. In fact, when cd's were more widely used within um you know a number of these large retailers mm-hmm. they had a special size cd player that would not play regular size cd's it would only play the cd's that was provided by the company so that employees if nobody's around you know they wouldn't be tempted to put in to put on other music so that the christmas music at this time of year of course is something that they're hearing all the time and what's interesting about that mere exposure effect i told you about earlier is that once it does if it does reach the point where you're paying enough attention to it and it does become annoying it takes energy to be able to block out that sound so in fact the energy that employees might be using, you know, to be able to give to to clients, to give to patrons, they're actually having to use at some level to be able to block out the sound. So it it can increase stress levels for them. Mm -hmm. It can increase their annoyance levels. And I actually believe that it's it really is a form of of sonic abuse to force people to listen to the same sound whatever it might be over and over again because it's not only the music itself but it's also the ubiquitous sleigh bell that we hear right so we don't even have to necessarily listen to a particular song you hear the sleigh bell and we've heard it repeatedly within this context so much that even that can trigger a response.
0: Indeed so So then when you actually see a sleigh bell you're probably ready to cry or scream when you you actually see one. (laughs) You really
2: are. And again, we think about the visual so much, and we're really well-trained to think about visual texts, but we're not as encouraged to be able to think about what it is that we're hearing. And I think my goal within all my classes or within whatever I do professionally is to help people become more conscious of what it is that they're hearing so that if they do feel that this is sound that is um, prohibiting them from enjoying their environment, that they actually speak up and say, You know, we would prefer not to hear music at the beginning, this Christmas music at the beginning of November, for all of the reasons that we've already
0: discussed. Indeed. So before we sign off with each other today, uh, where can people read more, not only about your research, but maybe more research uh, regarding music, uh, Christmas music even, but music in general and the emotional impact that it can have on people, Uh, perhaps your own work and other studies that you've seen?
2: Yes, and there are uh, a lot of studies. Most of the studies that come out do tend to come out within, you know, um, uh, journals that have to do with business and marketing. Interesting. Yeah, because, of course, these stores are interested in not only Christmas music, but music and branding, um, uh, you know, more broadly, so that music is something that's been taken up within those fields, perhaps a little bit more than it has within the music field itself.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, so if you're interest, more interested in that, then absolutely take a look at, um, you know, marketing and branding journals, and you can, you know, type in music, brands, sound, brands, sonic architecture, um, and all of these these kinds of terms. To, you know, you can Google those to be able to find more of what's, of what's available and how sound affects us on the everyday.
0: All right. Well, thank you very, very much, Kip Pegley, Queen's National Scholar in the Dan School of Drama and Music, for joining us in studio today to talk about uh, the effect of Christmas music on uh, people and their uh, and uh, their emotions over the holiday season. It's been a real pleasure to chat with you today,
2: and also with you. Thank you for having me,
0: and uh, happy holidays. <laughs> thank
2: you.
0: All right. Are you working in Kingston? Do you have thoughts about what it's like to work here? What do you think about diversity in your workplace? Keys Job Centre wants to know what you think about diversity and inclusion in Kingston's workplaces. Find us on Facebook by searching Keys Job Centre and follow the link to our survey. Once you've shared your thoughts, you can enter for a chance to win a $200 Visa gift card. We need your help to understand your experience of working in Kingston so that we can build a better, more inclusive community for everyone. Hey, my name is Ben Charland, host of What on Earth is Going On, your weekly podcast for a world in flux. Each week I speak with somebody who thinks and thinks deeply about a particular subject matter, whether that's politics or the environment or urban design, you name it. You can catch the episodes every Monday at 5 o'clock here on CFRC 101.9 FM FM in Kingston, Ontario, and you can get all previous episodes at the website, www.wogoshow.com, that's w-o-e-g-o-show.com, or just go onto any podcast app and look up "What on Earth
3: is Going On. Thanks for tuning in.
1: have all been sent the Christmas rushes through but I still have one wish to make a special one for you Merry Christmas darling we're apart that's true I can dream, and in my dreams, I'm Christmasing with you. Holidays are joyful, there's always something. Tree, I wish you could see. I wish it every day. The logs on the fire fill me with desire to see you and to say that I wish you merry Christmas. be new
3: Carols everywhere Olden times And ancient rhymes Of love and dreams to share Sleigh bells in the air Everywhere You tied by The fireside And joyful Memories There Christmas time Is here Families Growing near See such spirit through the slave in the air. Beauty everywhere Fireside and joyful memories there. Christmas time is here. Families growing new. Oh, that we could always see such spirit through the year. Oh, that we could always see such spirit